This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Welcome in to another episode of the PHNX Suns podcast. I'm Lindsay Smith, that's Saul Bookman, that's Gerald Bourget, and that's Espo. Gentlemen, how are you today? Fantastic. We got a new merch drop. Oh, you want to see this beautiful shirt? Yeah. Oh, Sean, did you fuck this up? No, it's in there, Sean. Oh. Sean, it is in there. The yes. new shirt. Yes, Let's drop. Yeah. I mean, I don't, merch so drop. I don't know what other shirt we're talking about. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. Look at this beauty. This is based off our show yesterday. Somebody wanted us to talk about LeBron randomly. What, what about these LeBron rumors? Huh? It says, Cole said, colon, can we address the LeBron James? And then on the back it says, what do you mean by that, Cole? <laughs> this might be one of our best merch drops ever. Yes. You can get it for $1 million by DMing Saul Bookman. Yes. I also, it's one I, of a kind, only one made. So whoever the lucky person is that gets it, consider yourself very blessed. I forgot who made this in our Discord, but uh, I definitely need clarification on why Fred Van Fleet. I'm so confused by I, this. When, when Lindsay brought it up pre-show, I was like, don't overthink it. And then I started thinking about it consistently. And I was like, I don't get it either. I don't I, understand I assumed it. that there was like a second joke to it that I was just like right over my head. I imagine the and joke is. I think is, there might be. I imagine the joke is Fred Van Vliet makes as much sense as talking about LeBron James. Maybe. We, we could have done the Bradley Beal with the hands on the hips. Mm. like. Yeah. I mean, that would have been a good one. Sun's jersey. <laughs> that was oh, well. a Just kidding. Yeah. It's not a real shirt, so don't just go try to buy it at the locker. But you can go buy everything else, like this beautiful T-shirt, at gophnx.com, yeah. and get become a diehard and get a shirt for free. There we you go. We did actually, for real, drop a new merch shirt that happens to be a Mercury one, and it's mm-hmm. pretty dope. So check it out. Yeah. And right. Sean randomly <laughs> appearing on your screens. I'm sorry. He was showing off his shirt. He was showing off his shirt. There you go. <laughs> Also, uh, Emma is on. It took two minutes, two minutes for us Bless to go off the rails. <laughs> All right, guys, over the next few weeks. We are going to be taking a deep dive into all of the newcomers and re-signees mm-hmm. on this Suns roster. And we're going to tip things off today by talking about the, the one thing that I guarantee that you can count on by mm. Bull Bull being on this Phoenix Suns squad is puns by Gerald and Espo, <laughs> mm-hmm. shenanigans by Saul and Espo, mm-hmm. and some sort of Bull Bull post-game segment. Yes. So buckle up, everybody. Should we unveil what it should be, Gerald? It'll be a Strap great in ride. for the bowler coaster. <laughs> It's going to be a thing. Like, that's the yep. thing, is is it's going to be a thing, and I already hate it. I love it And so I'm going to try really hard between now and the start of the season to lean into Lindsay, it. the poo-pooer of fun times. I just, I just need you to know that I'm going to try really hard mm. 
that on our first post game show when we ride the bowler coaster, mm-hmm. Triple B gets it. That I'll Let's be having a good bowl! time. <laughs> Let's go. But in all reality, I'll probably be that one person in the picture who like rides the roller coaster and has a very straight face when they snap the picture on like the drop. Yeah, that'll be. We need me. to get the the lap belts too, so we're straight, oh, yeah. so we're strapped in. Just strap them over the top. <laughs> I mean, you've got anyway. like three months to get on board, so you got time. <laughs> Gerald, let's see. We're just getting Listen. to the top of this bowler coaster. We're trying. Okay, we're trying. All right, let's talk about Bull Bull. We will have a guest join us here shortly to help us within this discussion. But first and foremost, let's just take a look at the basics of Bull Bull, right? We know that he is a center. We have a graphic here, Sean, as well. He is 23 years old. He is seven foot two. His wingspan is seven foot eight. Last season, he averaged 9.1 points per game, 5.8 rebounds, 1.2 blocks, shot 54.6% from the field and 26.3% from deep. There are some strengths and there are some weaknesses, but first and foremost, guys, just kind of, um, if you had to pick one on both sides, what stands out to you on the strength that you like the most and the weakness that you're most concerned about? The strength that I like the most uh, is just his versatility. I guess you could say, you know, like he can, he can play multiple positions kind of, especially on offense. Uh, but his weaknesses are definitely um, inconsistency, wildly inconsistent. You don't know. It's a, it is literally a, a, a potpourri of inconsistency. Yeah. I, in going through some of his film from last year, it was really striking how when he did something well, it looked incredible. And when he did not, it looked clumsy and awkward as all hell. Um, so I, I think with him, there are going to be moments where he pulls, you know, some crazy move in transition out of nowhere. He's really big on that Euro step and bringing the ball above opponents heads. And sometimes it looks amazing and he'll dunk on somebody. And sometimes he'll lose the ball and it'll go six feet <laughs> into the air. Um, and there's, there's not a lot of in between there. So for me, his biggest strength is how effective he is as a finisher at the rim. I think if he is on the court, that's something the Suns can put to good use. He shot 83% at the rim last year, which is incredible. Um, incredible. Not a lot of people challenged I him. I got it. At the rim. Unbelievable, Jim. <laughs> Sorry, the, the polls are the the puns are gonna be despicable, but oh um oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Do you see I, what I'm saying? I'm gonna say, be nonstop. I think do you get some it now? Right now. <laughs> All right. Do you, do you, this is day one. This is day one. This it's is gonna day be, one. And he's not even officially signed yet. Um, but the weaknesses are that he likes to operate with the ball in his hands quite a lot and he doesn't have the tightest handle. It's, it's a very good handle for a guy his size um, and it leads to him doing some incredible things. But he also loses the ball a lot. He makes some bad passes and he travels quite a bit when he catches it to attack a closeout. So he needs to work on some of those fundamentals. Yeah, for me, it's it's the simple thing. He's seven two with a seven eight wingspan, which means he's great at blocking shots mm-hmm. and for a guy that that his with his spot on the roster he's going to be asked to do probably one thing really well and it's block shots when he comes in be a rim protector and he's built for that size wise so mm-hmm. i feel like obviously like you guys are saying one of the biggest strengths is just the amount of potential upside from his physical attributes think the biggest thing with him being on the Sun squad is the fact that he is going to need opportunities to play through mistakes. And I don't think he's going to get very much of that with this squad because 
of where we are as far as our aspirations to win a championship. Mm -hmm. So is it going to be exciting to watch Volvo at times? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Is the development going to actually be enough to get him to the upside that everyone is, is thinking that like buy low, sell high, right? Mm -hmm. Is, is the development available enough to him? Available. <sighs> I uh, I struggle with Bull Bull in, in the context of our fan base because when he doesn't get in, mm. people are going to be like, I can't believe Bull Bull didn't play. Well, it might be because he just had five straight games of like, you know, four plus turnovers each game. Mm. Like that's why he didn't get in. Right. Um, but then there's the the counteract to that where he's going to play. You know, he might play some significant minutes at some point and, um, and maybe he shouldn't. I don't know. I just I'm excited for the experience. I think it's also you got to you got to pick and choose, right? He had some decent years in Denver and the beginning of his time in Orlando or last season in Orlando was decent. Um, he wasn't phenomenal in Denver at all, but I think he also was playing with obviously one of the, the best players in the league in Jokic. And so that will that will change how you approach the game to a certain degree. And in regards to this and his ball handling, I could easily see him like not trying to push it as much as he did in Orlando because you got three legit fucking all-stars on your team. There is no reason for you to force it. And those three dudes for sure will be like, bro, give up the ball. Like, right. you don't need to be doing all that. The requests that this team will make of Bobo are going to be drastically different mm. than the requests that have been made of him in the past. So that's why things will be a little bit different. We'll continue this conversation around Bobo. But don't Bobo. take our word for it. Exactly. <laughs> don't take our word for it. We have a special guest joining us. Dan Savage joins the PHNX Suns podcast. Dan is the Orlando Magic Director of Digital News and a writer covering the Magic. Dan, thank you so much for joining us. How are you today? Uh-oh. Dan, can you hear us? Is this thing on? Hello. Oh, he uh -oh. can't hear us. Anybody got a text we button? We can see Dan. I'll send him a we can see Dan, but we cannot hear Dan yet, or he there, can't hear us yet. Is there a bull bull pun for this? We got there anything? probably is, but Gerald's busy. It's, uh, Gerald's <laughs> busy making sure our guest can hear our us. Our guest is currently unavailable. Oh, there we go. Uh -huh. Wow, Gerald. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's impossible to be part of the show if you can't hear us. Um, this is true. But no, the, the one thing that I am looking forward to asking him is, and this is something that I wrote about for those who are curious, go to gophnx.com and check out the article. Um, but if you look at his numbers, there was a stint in early January where he entered health and safety protocols. He was out for two weeks because he had COVID. And his numbers were drastically different before and after that. And that's something our guy Kobe Price told us in Summer League was that he just didn't look the same after that bout with COVID. He was coming off the bench when he came back. He played significantly less minutes. Um, so I am curious how much that might have impacted him um, and whether it was, okay, this guy is just reverting back to what we've seen for his career or no, that really did kind of derail his season well if you believe maverick fans COVID doesn't impact anything basketball wise well, yeah, right nothing now. zero yeah. all right shall we try this one more time sean let's what do, do you it think? okay oh, let's welcome in there we go our guest dan, dan the man let's go dan savage orlando magic director of digital news and writer covering the magic dan how are you today i'm doing well yourselves 
We're doing, doing great. Fantastic. We're excited to be talking about Bull Bull. Listen, I looked on your Twitter. He's on your header. So you <laughs> yeah. clearly have some affinity for Bull Bull. Give us just your your uh, Cliff's notes here about Bull Bull. Well, along with my affinity for Bull Bull, uh, I have affinity for puns, and there's a million of them to yes. go with uh <laughs> Bull Bull Incredible is uh, among my favorite. Yes. Uh, Lob, which he'll catch plenty of in Phoenix, is Bull spelled backwards. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, there, there's a lot to love about Bull just strictly from a, a fun standpoint. And I think that translates over to the way he plays on the court as well. Uh, the, you know, so much of what we see in NBA games is things that you see on repeat over and over again. Uh, you know, it's hard to be surprised at a lot of moments during a regular season but bull bull finds a way to do things you know you've never seen before from a guy that size and i think that's what's so intriguing to fans about him i i was curious about this because i wrote about him uh over on our website this morning it was digging into a lot of the film with him and um we talked to kobe price who used to write for the orlando sentinel at summer league and he was saying that you know, he was having a great season and then he entered health and safety protocols and it just wasn't quite the same for him coming back. Did you get the sense that that kind of changed things for him last season or was it more so maybe kind of reverting back to what we had seen in Denver before he came to Orlando? Yeah, I think with Bowl, you know, that definitely was a turning point in the in the course of the season. Uh, there are elements of his game that were great from a scoring standpoint. And I think, you know, like any young player, uh, there are areas which he needs to improve. And I think being in Phoenix around so many veteran players uh, will help him along. Because when you look at it, when he entered last season, you know, he hadn't even played a full a full season of games yet. Uh, you know, oh, it was over the course of last season, which was, you know, he played 70 games for the Magic that he even eclipsed the 82 total games played mark. So he's still a very young player. And I think as he goes and he's around veterans, it'll definitely help his development. Do you think do you think because of the way the Suns are constructed, that's that's going to be a big aid to him? Uh, because Absolutely. one of the examples I just used a, a second ago was it's easy to take the ball up the court when you have a whole bunch of other like first and second year players around you, like in Orlando, uh, as opposed to, you know, three all stars that are going to be like, bro, you don't need to be doing all that. Give us the ball. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think definitely playing within the framework of a system where you have Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, uh, you know, Kevin Durant, you're going to defer a little bit more. And I think <laughs> for Bull Bull, last season was tremendous in terms of his development. I don't think, you know, if it were this year, if Bull Bull were, was, he was last year at this time, uh, he would be considered to be an added player to a team aspiring for a championship. But through the work he put in, what he was able to show over the first part of the season where he was, you know, in the most improved player consideration list, uh, he's put himself in a position to be added to that type of team. And I think the areas in which he needs to be improve upon will help being around the veteran players that the Suns have. We talked with some of our friends up in Denver about Bull Bull, and one of the critiques that they said was that he may not love basketball, that there's been some questions about that with him. Did you see that at all in Orlando? No, I, I didn't get that sense at all. I think, you know, he definitely 
made bigger strides in Orlando. You know, you look at what happened in Denver. He wasn't playing that much. You know, he wasn't on the court. Uh, he wasn't healthy. And I think it's easy to come to those determinations where a guy may be frustrated with whether he's playing or not, whether he's healthy or not, and go into the terms of whether or not he loves basketball. But he was a hard worker throughout his time in Orlando. He made tremendous progress. I think it showed. So I think his time in Orlando was good for both sides. And I think this opportunity now with the Suns gives him an opportunity to grow in a different sense. So I'm excited to see what, what Bull does in, in Phoenix. And, you know, I think he'll, he'll do, you know, some really good things to help out that team. To kind of expand on that, I mean, we have so many new faces on the Sun squad, so we're trying to still figure out what their personalities yeah. are like, who, are they? who <laughs> they are as guys in the locker room. What, what can you share with us about Bobo, maybe away from the court or just personality-wise? Well, I think in terms of guys, you get to know their personality. Bull won't be among them. You know, as, <laughs> as, much, as much as he is uh, a guy that people want to see and get to know better, you know, he's a guy that isn't in love with doing media interviews, doesn't want the spotlight on him, just wants to go about his business. So if you have, you know, a bunch of paparazzi following around Kevin Durant, <laughs> Devin Booker, and, and, you know, Bradley Beal, he's going to happily defer and give those guys the spotlight. <laughs> so he's not going to be our new vibes guy dancing center court. <laughs> is that what you're telling us? We can't we can't yeah, count on that. But, it, the funny part about him is he's an experience. You know, our broadcast team called it the bowler coaster because there's so many ups and downs of big rides. Boom. Yes. Boom. There's a gift that goes around. Yeah, the bowler he was doing it too. Right See, after. Lindsay, get on the bowler coaster, damn it. Yeah, so, so he is a vibe, but in his own way. And I think what's what draws so many people to him is that the players around him love him. You know, and when he does something amazing, there's few players that'll elicit a bigger bench reaction than Bull Bull. So every time he does something, just look over at the bench. It, that'll be the vibe. <laughs> but 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 why? Why do the why do the players love him so much? Yeah, it's one of those things where I was kind of alluding to at the beginning. You know, if you've been watching the league long enough and you've seen so many dunks and seen so many you know ways guys have operated in a pick and roll, gone up and down the court. You know, for NBA players, a lot of it becomes routine. It's hard to, you know, really surprise them and, and show them something they haven't seen before. And Bull Bull doing the things he does at his size can elicit that reaction even from the most seasoned NBA pros because he'll do things, shoot from angles that are awkward, that you're like, there's no way that ball's going in, then it goes in. You know, he'll pull up for a deep three at his size, knock it down. And, you know, he'll do some dunk or block that's just, you know, crazy and, and it's just a different experience. So maybe what you're saying is he's our new Chris Paul because Gerald and I would <laughs> used to laugh about how Chris Paul would do one or two things every game that you were just you would just laugh at because he was just kind of being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a much different cerebral experience. A different vibe. Chris was just, you know, I mean, as you guys know, so competitive, so, you know, student of the game that he could pick things apart and do things, you know, differently. And he was such a competitor that, you know, he'd test people in different ways. Um, whereas Bull is just kind of this uh, guy who just wants to go about his business and be a quiet guy, but yet his on-court play makes it, you know, a whole different experience. So it, it's, it's an interesting juxtaposition with Bull.
Dan, you alluded to it, and I have to ask, because I'm going back through his film from last year, there were so many blocks. There were so many. He loves that Euro step and carried the ball over the guy's head and dunked on a couple people. Do you have a favorite Bull Bull highlight to put you on the spot for a second? You know, for me, it was one of the things that happened like in an early practice where he just caught the ball, you know, stole it from somebody and came down and elicited this powerful dunk. And it was just like, whoa, like, you know, just woke up a quiet practice. And and it was just those things that he could turn a mundane practice into something really exciting. Mm -hmm. Just because, like I said, it's just things you haven't seen before. And so I, I think that and the the broadcast team riding the bowler coaster. When I saw that gif, like I'm at the game, so I can't see it live, but when that gif came across my feed, I was I was nearly in tears. I was- <laughs> You're gonna have to send that to me because I actually haven't seen it, but I thought I was being original when I came up with bowler coaster for the title of my article today. So I'm kind of devastated to learn that it's already happened. Dan, you are in such good company with Gerald. The amount of puns that have already been made on the show, like seven minutes in before you showed up. Uh, Astronomical. It's it's been a reasonable amount. Reasonable. Come on. It'll never reach an unbearable level. Are you sure? Are you sure, Dan? Because I'm not sure right now. I hate to bring down the vibe. Oh, this guy. But I, I have to ask. I mean, it sounds like good guy has has potential to develop. Orlando's a team that uh, has a lot of young guys and is trying to develop. Why would they move away from him uh, like they did? You know, it's not a case where they didn't like Bull Bull. But, you know, when you have a young team, as you alluded to with so many young players, there's only so many young players you could develop at one time and, and be committed to. And, you know, when you look at the, the Magic's case, it's going to be centered around Paolo, Ben Caro, Franz Wagner, Wendell Carter Jr., Markel Fultz. Uh, those, are, those are a lot of the guys that they're building around. And so they've, with that comes making some tough decisions. You know, they liked R.J. Hampton but had to move away from him last season. Bull Bulls, this case, this offseason. But I think it's a case where... You know, Bowles had a had a great opportunity, did good things for Orlando, and now it'll give him another opportunity and phase to grow with Phoenix where, you know, you can't be wrong uh, playing next to those guys with defensive decisions. You can't be wrong with how you work in the offense. And if you get an open shot, you know, you need the confidence to step into it and, and knock it down. And I think for Bowl, hearing guys like Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant, in his ear, uh, you know, saying, if you have an open shot, knock it down, I'll do wonders for his confidence. Because there were times last season where he had open threes, didn't necessarily take them right off the bat, and he's fully capable of knocking them down. And I think as he continues to get reps and plays with those veteran players, uh, he'll continue to grow in that regard. So it's not improbable that he becomes a great player? (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely not impossible. (laughs) I I am curious what in your mind kind of stands out as the areas where he'll need to improve the most with the Suns team because obviously it's different going from a youth movement to a team that's trying to contend, probably less opportunities to learn from mistakes. Um, The two that stood out to me were the the ball handling and then just kind of general positioning on defense. Where, Where do you see him kind of needing to improve the most? Yeah, I think the thing that's going to determine how much playing time he gets for the Suns off the bat is how well and how quickly he could pick up the schemes uh, on mm-hmm. both ends of the floor. Because like I said, when you look in terms of playing time, he's 
basically like one year into his NBA career. So, you know, grasping those parts are going to be key for him early to, to getting on the court. And then when he's playing, you know, he, he racks up a lot of blocks. He'll get a lot of steals. You know, he'll have an impact defensively. But, you know, he's got to be careful with, with his lateral movement, not making false steps, not overreacting to things. You know, those are the elements that could get him in trouble at times. And I think as he gets more reps playing alongside veteran players, that'll definitely help him. We did have a question in our chat from one of our listeners. Their name is Det, and they asked, will Bull be playing the four or the five? Where do you see him better suited as far as yeah, the Suns? You know, you look at a guy of that size and you think, you know, oh, you know, that's a, a center. But he plays much more like a guard uh, than he does a traditional big man. So I, I think, you know, in, in a situation where he's playing alongside like a big like DeAndre Ayton who can help, you know, clean up some of the mistakes, uh, you know, that can definitely help bowl along his way. But I, I don't think of him as a traditional five. He's more one of these hybrid guys that, that can play, you know, either on the wing or as a four stretch the floor and, and give you some additional, you know, fun playmaking. That, awesome. That means the chaos menus in play, the gentlemen, Katie, Bull, and DA. Yes, Seven-footers across the board. Here we come. <laughs> give me all the seven-foot wingspans. We're going to be a, a very tall team. Yes. That's for yes. sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Dan, yeah, thank you so much. The point guard situation plays out the way that they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. This is true. Thank you so much for joining us, Dan. We really appreciate your insight and all of the information that you could share with us about Bull Bull today. Thank you. You're right, unbelievable. I look forward to all the bull bull puns from this group. Uh, oh, yeah. We'll keep it alive. <laughs> we'll talk <laughs> to you next time. Guy. Everyone yeah. listening, also make sure you give Dan a follow on Twitter. He is at Dan underscore Savage. Really great guy. And thanks again uh, for him stopping by. We really appreciate that. I mean, our biggest takeaway right there is you got to get on the coaster. I know. <laughs> I, I told you I'm going to work on it. I I was very upset when I first read it an hour ago, and I have decided I'll try. We'll reserve you a seat. Okay, yes. thank you. Right up in I front. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. One thing I don't have to try to love, though, mm. is Circle K. Oh, you guys yeah. already know. I'm obsessed with Circle K. You know K. that Bowl Bowl likes Circle K, right? I love Bowl Bowl. It's the bowler coaster that I am questioning, <sighs> not Bull Bull. You know where they fuel up the bowler coaster? It's Circle K. K. <laughs> I don't know many bowler coasters that need fuel. I don't either, but I'll but go okay. with it. I'll go with it. Uh, <laughs> I was so, trying to. I was trying so to. Bad. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> At least you said it, not me. I already went hard on us for yesterday. That's true. <laughs> you did two days in a row. You so I picked can, Gerald today. You think we can get him to do one of those? Uh, reads on the pumps for us hey, yo, Bobo will tell you go get a polar I mean, pop enjoy that would actually be really fun uh, listen make sure you're not missing out on all the great stuff that Circle K has to offer right now if you text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club you're going to get a buy one get one free offer on 32 ounce polar pops you know we love our polar pops they stay colder longer which is great when it's a hundred and umpteen million degrees outside uh, in Phoenix. Fuck so. is the word you're looking for. Head to circlek.com <laughs> slash door dash locator to find Circle K. When you walk out, I mean, you're not wrong. I walked 100 yards and I was wrong. like, oh my God, it's 100 and fuck degrees out here. Yeah, when your uh, pants feel like they're on fire when you walk outside <laughs> just simply by you know, sunlight. Yeah. You're just not supposed to wear There's corduroys. a transition here that I'm still trying to work through in my head, so I'm going to shop it out loud because I can't figure it out. But I feel like Saturday Neon's 
uh, glow has to be somewhat similar to the brightness of the sun here in Phoenix. Like, there's something there, the, right? The neon glows so well. It, it's hot, baby. It's hot. You want that on your oh, wall. See, that's why I told you. I'm, I'm working through it. Like, I wasn't I there. I'm trying to help her. I'm throwing her a light for help. You guys just over here shaking your heads, like, not offering anything. I mean, anything. listen, it looks good. We don't turn it on all the time, just like Bull Bull. And that's how you're going to do Saturday Neon every single day. It's going to look great in your in your house. It's going to look great on your walls. But every now and then, you're going to turn it on. It's going to look even better exactly they make the best led <laughs> neon signs so make sure you check them out go to saturdayneon.com use code and free shipping for orders over 200 dollars. just in case you couldn't hear that through the laughter that's code phnx at saturdayneon.com i love this guy i threw her a life raft he hit her over the head with a two by four <laughs> i was trying to help Lindy called me a liar yesterday. I'm trying to make up for it. Okay, okay. I'm going to drown you. He's a little <laughs> off. He's a little off. He, he sniffed too many fumes from gassing up the roller coaster. Because he didn't realize that they don't need gas. All right. We did get a super chat from James. James, thank you so much for your super chat. We appreciate your $10. Said, huh. Someone taking my side of the Bobo breakout season. Sounds like my tour is coming early. <laughs> Hey. I mean, listen, James, if you're right, we would love that. Yeah. We would love nothing more than a bowl bowl breakout. I, I do believe this is James' second time saying that he was going to take a tour. The first one was because he said that if the Suns win the championship, he's going to be touring all around to tell everybody to basically suck it. I mean, I support My kind that of guy. too. Yeah. Uh, look, if there's an if there was ever a place for bowl bowl to wind up finding a role that really gets gets him praise and attention it's here because really the expectation is go out there and do one or two things well and you're gonna get gonna get your minutes and don't try to do too much yeah if he does that people are gonna pay attention they're gonna realize it so yeah listen one way or the other it'll be fun and it'll be exciting to watch bowl ball there like you said with the bowler coaster, there are going to inevitably be ups and downs. But I think since we all know that coming into this, we can collectively agree right now that we're going to be level headed mm -hmm. when the roller coaster dips. Have you, have are are we agreeing on us, that? Us, no, we are. Can we please, or for everybody. the love of God, we, agree on we, that we, right now? Us or everybody. I, everybody. Agree with, I agree with us. I can't right. guarantee anything else. We will agree with the picks, and then when it when it rises, we're going to be excited as hell because he makes really fun plays. I got a question question for you guys. Hmm. Yes. All right. So I think we we should all get on the same page of this. Oh, now, no when we're way. talking about the bowler coaster, mm -hmm. okay. are we like the hands up in the air kind of people, or are we the grip it and ride kind of people? I'm I'm hands up in the air, waving like you just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> Can, can I be You're like? Worst, as soon as Gerald. I said it, I was trying to just <laughs> go right by it, Gerald. How are you, the guy today? <laughs> Jesus. It's because normally Emma's sitting there. <laughs> today it was Sean. We just locked eyes. As and soon I was as like, I said it, I was like, oh, I wish I could take that back. Um. Yeah. No, I'm not a hands in the air type of person. So you are. A I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna sit quietly and enjoy. Gerald's gonna grip it, grip and ride the bullet coaster. Yep, he is. <laughs> and now I'm gonna get fired. It's HR. It's right here. Uh, that's You're fine. True. That's You're true. fine, Gerald. Um, we know a guy. We can help you out in this situation. Don't worry. I got yeah. you. I mean, I won't lie. Like when I was going through and clipping these videos really late last night for this article, 
I was having a blast because they're like when he really shines and he does something like Dan was saying, it's something you don't see from guys his size. It's it's really incredible. And you can see the reaction in the arena, even when he was in opposing arenas, people were like, oh, shit, like he'll, he'll have the capacity to light up the sun's bench when he does something like that. One of the things that I'm very much looking forward to this year, um, and, and I'm not trying to throw shade at Chris Paul. I, I, I think Chris Paul is tremendous. But Chris Paul's a serious basketball player. He does not really fuck around on the court. He doesn't really laugh a lot. He doesn't, you know, and, and he'll catch you. Like, he'll give you some highlights. But um, we didn't really get the highlights as much this last year. Mm. And I'm happy that we have a few individuals that I think are going to give us something to kind of jump out of our seat about, get a little more excited, bring some more energy back into that arena. Because I feel like since 2021, we've, we've all been just kind of like – you know, we, we've just expected to be good. Mm -hmm. And and there were some moments where I was just like, we were winning, but we were kind of going through the motions and it mm -hmm. wasn't as fun. Yeah. Like it just like even on our post game shows, it was like, yeah, we won. Cool. Yeah. You know, but there was nothing to like point out and like really get excited about unless, you know, Devin Booker dropped 50 plus points or something incredible. Right. So, so we're I'm, hoping for a bunch of blowouts that we get to watch bowl bowl. Later. I hope so. I <laughs> hope so. I would blow everybody in the league I'm out. I think it's that, just a sure. mix. It's not just entirely like a, needing a blowout to have that, but it's just, we don't have many like vibes guys on this team, if that makes sense, right? It was it was DA, it was Mikel Bridges, it was campaign, mm -hmm. like those the guys who when something crazy does happen, like like Dan had mentioned, like if you see Bull Bull do something incredible, make sure you look at the bench. Mm -hmm. We don't have those crazy reactive guys that we know of yet. Like we're still getting to know all of these new faces. So we might have them now. But last season it felt like we didn't have as much of that as we did at one point in time, if but, that makes but sense. What on like the they're still exciting, but it's just not the you know what I mean? But what on the court was was getting them to that level anyway, is what I would say. Is like like, you know, even when Jock would have a, a few good games, like they they were they were celebrating, but they weren't like like off the charts, like fuck yeah, you know, going going crazy. And and I think Bull Bull is that one guy, I think, on this roster that you know you gotta pay attention to when he comes into the game. Cause you never know what's about to happen. And I think that's engaging and that's interesting, and it makes every single game must see TV for that reason. Cause you don't want to miss what he might do, whether yeah. it's Bad or good? Can I ask a philosophical question? Sure. Um, <laughs> if there's no vibes, isn't it a vibe in and of itself? Uh, See, this is why I question <laughs> answering yes. I don't. I mean, I, I, it's just serious to me. That's a vibe in and of itself. I is felt that like the, yeah. I felt like the Suns did have vibes though. Like they they had like especially. I think it was after the trades that things obviously changed and got more serious. Like. DA even said it's more serious around the practice facility now because mm -hmm. obviously we just added freaking Kevin Durant. Like we are seriously contending for a title. I think before that, like you still had Mikhail Bridges and campaign doing their finger guns. You still had Jock and Mikhail making their jokes about um, what's it called? The food that Mikhail wouldn't eat. Vegemite. Vegemite. Vegemite thank you. Delicious. Um, you still had a good vibe off the bench. And I think you can still have that with this group, even if it is a lot of new guys um it'll it'll be different though because like we've been talking about the only two from that finals team two years ago are da and devin booker so those two kd the incoming bill they are going to be crucial in setting the culture setting the tone and i think guys will fall in line with that there's three guys every single night that i'm going to keep my eye on for highlight plays 
that I feel like at any given moment are going to give me something that I'm going to want to talk about the next day. Mm-hmm. One is obviously Bradley Beal because Bradley Beal will catch you hard from time to time, especially with his crossover and his crossover step back. Like he will make you look stupid as shit. Kind of like what, what Chris Paul did to Luca in, in that second round series a year ago in game two, where he just destroyed Luca. Every time he tried to come out, he was a pigeon and he just took advantage of him. Like that's what Bradley Bill will do to you. Number two is drew Eubanks. I think drew Eubanks will catch a body probably four or five times a season. And we're all going to fucking go crazy about it. Mm-hmm. And then bull bull. Like I'm excited about this rendition of the sun for multiple different reasons not only because i think they're going to be one of the best teams in the nba but because of the excitement level and the must see tv aspect that i think that they can bring from time to time but before that like yeah we had to run in 2021 but really the only other guy that i can remember that was just like i'm about that life and i will end your soul was really kelly Oubre. Mm -hmm. kelly Oubre dunked he would catch a body left and right cam johnson had moments too yeah he made it fun like and even though we were only a 30 win team I enjoyed that season watching Suns basketball because Kelly Oubre made it fun to watch. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I want to see that again, but I want to win. So, yeah. you know, we need somebody to maybe Drew Eubanks will adopt the push up shenanigans too. <laughs> like, you just, you just need somebody who brings that extra flair. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I agree with the dunks and stuff, though. I feel like we haven't seen. A lot of that over the last yeah, handful. I want to see of somebody years. get yeah. fucking baptized, we, man. We have some athleticism between Eubanks, like a Kogi. We we shouldn't forget about a Kogi because Kogi no. had one of the most athletic plays last year. I think I've ever seen when he blocked the jump shot, took it down, That's and fair. dunked on a guy. Like he he has that in him too. I think Tamani Kamara, if he gets mm-hmm. minutes, will yeah. have some opportunities to do that. They they did get a little bit more athletic this year, I think, and I, I think we. Sh- We'll hopefully see it on some of these highlight plays. Have I told you about my best friend, Tamari Kamara? Have you I have. told you about you my best friend. <laughs> Multiple times. We're really excited for my you, Saul. So. I think Too you many were, times. I think you and him. Uh, <laughs> I'll give you that one, Daryl. That was you. a good one. I think you and him should go out clothes shopping since you like to fit so much. That would be fun. All right. So uh, Det did ask us in the chat. We talked about it a little bit earlier. Will Bull play the four or the five? And then we had Triple B ask us to... Kind of take a look at the depth chart for the Phoenix Sun. So we all created one. Let's look at them and have a conversation. Who wants to start? I'll go first. Okay. So why not? Uh, all right. So I got a point guard. You know, you got Bradley Beal, Jordan Goodwin, Saban Lee. I just think that. And really, this is interchangeable. You could have put Devin Booker at the point, too. Like, I don't really care. Mm -hmm. I think both of them are going to pull equal amount of time at that position. Um, And I only put Bradley Beal there for height reasons. That's it. That's the only reason why I put him there. But I think he's equally as good a shooting guard um, as as Devin Booker and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So I don't don't think it's really – you don't really need to overthink that. Shooting guard, obviously Devin Booker. Then Eric Gordon and Damian Lee. Small forward. I got Kata Bates-Diop coming in at small forward. Um, And I think they're going to put – uh, yeah, and then uh, – oh, I'm sorry. I got confused. I thought center was power forward on this. I was like, wait, this is wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I got Kata Bates-Diop and Josh Kogi Tumani Kamara at small forward. I think Kata is ultimately going to get the the call to be the fifth starter just because I think of his his size, his length, um, his versatility. I think is it matches up a little bit better. Um, and then at center, I only put DeAndre Aiden and Drew Eubanks because at power forward, I have four guys at power forward, Bull Bull being one of those guys. And I know a lot of people want to put Bull Bull as the center, but I do feel like he's better suited at power forward 
forward, especially if you're going to team up with DeAndre Ayton. He's got a better outside shot than DA, or at least shoots it more than DA from the outside, um, and has got a better handle than DA. Uh, period. So Kevin Durant at your power forward, Yuta uh, Watanabe uh, right behind him, Bull Bull Ish Wayne Wright. What about uh, Chimetsi? You left Chimetsi. Oh, I did leave Chimetsi out. You did. Oh. Where, would you, where would you slot? It's because I copy and pasted from Espos. So I got. Uh, I'm gonna have Chimetsi at power forward too. We have four, five man. guys at power forward, peeps. Okay. Hold on. When you said you cop- did you change anything? Yeah, I changed okay. things. I just. I just didn't want to go through and type everything out, so I just... Gotcha. Okay, yeah. so you have met, met two at Power Forward as well? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a jam. It's a log jam at Power well, Forward. Well, since Saul copy and pasted from Espo and changed things, Espo, you want to go second? Sure. <laughs> Always copy off Gerald. That's, that's, that's who we co- yeah. copy off the nerdiest guy Because I'm pretty you know. sure you copied and spelled uh, Yuda's name wrong. It's <laughs> Watanabe, not Wantanabe, right? <laughs> That's on him. Oh, that's on. Sorry, that's my on, bad. Uh, that's on our graphic designer. So, Oops. I, I won't name names. Bradley Beal, Jordan Goodwin, Saban Lee, obviously point guards. Devin Booker, Eric Gordon, Damian Lee, shooting guards. Again, a lot of that's interchangeable. Eric Goodwin. Uh, Eric Goodwin. <laughs> Their names. You can just, you wow. can just combine <laughs> okay. the two of them. Just, it know, doesn't matter. Devin Lee, <laughs> Kevin <laughs> Wainwright. Hey, it doesn't matter. Sabian Lee, Kevin Damon Lee. Lee. I mean, no, but uh, Kevin Booker. <laughs> I, I think a lot of these guys are, are just going to be interchangeable in those two spots. I have a Kogi starting at small forward. Mm. Uh, he has a familiarity with uh with booker with uh you know with da and with kd to an extent uh i think he's a a better defender that you're gonna get out there uh and and that's gonna be important for this group uh and then i have uh kata bates diop and tumani kamara uh at center da drew eubanks i think bull bull is still gonna be a center in what they're trying to do because they're going to use him as a rim protector, uh, I think, a lot. Uh, and then I have Kevin Durant, Yuta Wananabe, Ish Wainwright, and yes, Metu is uh, further down on that list. But I think Metu is more of a a project for this team than mm-hmm. than some people may. Also, Metu is only six foot nine, so we might want to chill with Metu at center, guys. He yeah. he did spend some time there as a small ball guy, but. Yeah, I I wouldn't put him at center as his like designated position. But we should acknowledge like with all of this talk cuz I see a lot of people saying, you know, Kevin Durant's not a power forward. This guy's not of that. We need to acknowledge that as we've talked about, these guys are almost all of them interchangeable yes. at one, two, mm-hmm. even three positions. So this is just an attempt to kind of establish a pecking order, not like this is where this player is going to play what, all the time. One right? of the things we talked about pre-show was yes, it's, you know, positionless basketball is a thing, but however, um, they'll still be designated in terms of like possible role, especially like when you get out into the fast break for a lot of you guys that have played basketball, like you like to know ideally where you're supposed to be going um, on that break. Uh, you know, it, you don't just, sometimes you just grab the first lane, especially if you're close to that side. But, you know, in terms of plays and, and certain things that are going on, like they will designate like, hey, this is your role today or this is your role in this play or this set or whatever. And that can be interchangeable as well but um we're not saying they're just locked in at the four and you gotta be traditional power forward and you gotta go post up on the block and you gotta be carl malone kevin durant <laughs> we're not saying that so right and he, with that. he did basically play the four last year after they added him anyway and yeah. also the backing order is inevitably going to change multiple times this year i think mm-hmm. that is one thing that we need to just kind of 
come to terms with in this offseason the same way that I will come to terms with Bowler Coaster <laughs> is that we're all going to find whoever is like our favorite, like fifth starter of the moment. Mm -hmm. And it's going to change. And then it's going to change again. And I think we need to just based off of our and I know it's totally different, but I think that's we just need to remember that it's different. The way that we went at Monty last year for making these changes constantly over and over and over again, that really pissed us off. We do need to give Frank Vogel some time yeah. and space to play around with the guys that he has on this team to figure out exactly what they like best and what works best for them. Mm -hmm. Before we go screaming about like Josh Okogie is my guy, why is Kata Bates Diop playing over him or whomever it may be. We just need to know coming she's, into the season that there is going to be a lot of fluidity here. Just don't yeah. do it in the playoffs. Well, more importantly, don't fucking do a matchup against the Orlando Magic. Just play you. Like, you don't have to match <laughs> up to these bum-ass teams that have no business matching up with you. You are the dictator of how you play, not the other teams trying to force your will. And that's where I think... Frank Vogel is not going to fall into that trap. Right. I just don't believe it, it. But it is going to be a lot of movement. Mm -hmm. All right. So, Gerald, you took a different route. I did. Yeah. So than the three of us. So let's do yours next. I did. So um, keep in mind, wow. this Whoa. is because I'm looking at defensive matchups. Offensively, I think a lot of these guys are interchangeable. I think Devin Booker is going to handle most of the playmaking. But on the defensive end, I'm starting a Kogi with those four because you need a point of attack defender. And I need to see that Kata can be that guy that's guarding opposing point guards on a nightly basis before I'm ready to put him in the starting lineup. Maybe he can be, but for now, I think you go into the season starting with a Kogi to handle, you know, the John Morants and Steph Curry's of the world. So Bradley Beal and Devin Booker don't have to. Um, so a Kogi is my fifth starter for now. Also, if you're not starting a Kogi, you're looking at a situation where you're bringing him and Goodwin off the bench and I don't know that they have the shooting there for that to work. Um, but then I've got uh, Gordon and Lee behind Beal at shooting guard, um, KBD and Watanabe on the wing, and then at center, Aiton, Eubanks, Bulbul, and then at the four, I've got KD, Metu, Kamara, Ish Wainwright. Um, obviously, you can throw Saban Lee in the point guard category. He's on the two-way, and I'm not sure that with 15 players he'll get a ton of time, but... Um, if you if you have a guy go down, he is someone that proved last year he can come in in a pinch and help you out. Right. You have Matt. Oh, I was just gonna say you have Matt too ahead of Kamara at this point. Um, just for now, just because he's a rookie, but I do think based on what we saw in summer league and everything we've heard about them, the Suns are very high on him. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. So it wouldn't surprise me because Metsu is a guy that has a lot of the tools but hasn't quite put it together yet. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me if Kamara is ahead of Metu, but I gave the edge to the guy who's been in the league for a few years for now. Yeah. Makes sense. All right, and then we'll take a look at mine to round this out. At point guard, we got Bradley Beal, Jordan Goodwin, Saban Lee. At shooting guard, we got Devin Booker, Eric Gordon, Damian Lee. Small forward, so I'm on your side with Kata Bates-Diop uh, leading this one. Josh Okogie, second. Tumani Kamara, third. I do think Josh Okogie will likely be the fifth starter to start the season. Mm -hmm. I think Kata Bates-Diop has the potential to surpass him as the season uh, progresses. Definitely. So that's kind of where my head's at with this one. I do get your point of Jordan Goodwin and Josh Okogie both coming off the bench. But somebody in the chat brought up a really good point that he felt like last year when Josh Okogie was starting that we did miss some of his energy that he brought off the bench. Mm -hmm. So, again, we're learning all about these new faces on this team, but that is something that... 
is worth keeping an eye on about maybe that being a positive for Josh Ogogi coming off the bench again. Yeah. Then at center, we've got DeAndre and Drew Eubanks, Bulbul. I know Bulbul, like we talked about it, four or five. I just, I don't know that I trust Bulbul enough mm-hmm. at the power forward spot, but I'm willing, again, I've we already made the agreement. We, we made the pact. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be calm if it does happen. <laughs> right. And shit hits Experiment. Why yes, not? Yes, exactly. Power forward, of course, Kevin Durant. Then Utah, Watanabe, Chemetsi Metu, Ish Wainwright. I also think, though, Tumani Kamara, you, if you wanted to play small, you could throw him at center, too. We saw a little bit of that at Summer League. That could be an interesting look, too. Yeah, it's just uh, again, it just depends on who you're playing right. uh, in that regard because Tumani Kamara is not very tall. Um, no. he's, he's a, he would be a tweener center for sure. Small ball. And, and again, like... <laughs> obviously you we're not talking about like okay we're gonna go small as we play the nuggets like that's not happening mm-hmm. but you know if we go small while we play the kings or something like that maybe you could see it happening yeah i i, I think he's again he's fun because you can try him at a number of spots and see what works mm-hmm. and as a rookie you know if that three-point shot that he showed last season and a little bit in summer league is not sustainable you probably have to put him as a four or even a small ball five because I don't know if he'll hold up on the wing as a three um, if he if he's not able to knock down some of those looks. Yeah, I really wish I had copied off you because I like your approach that you took <laughs> with it in terms of looking at it from a defensive perspective. Because offensively, I think there's going to be a lot of fluidity to it. But defensively, you're going to have to directly match up mm-hmm. to guys. And I think the way you did that was, uh, was very smart, Gerald. Um, Space Lobster in the chat said, hopefully Okogi works. Oh, that's my favorite name in the Space chat. Lobster. To be honest with you. He's got a logo um, too. That's right. awesome. Welcome, Space Lobster. I don't know if I just haven't missed your comments or I've missed your comments, but welcome. This is the first time I feel like I've read one of yours. So thank you for being here. Hopefully Okogi worked on his threes. Hopefully the whole think, team did. Yeah, for sure. But I think <laughs> that's that another portion of the fifth starter thing like yes defense is so incredibly important but you also need them to knock down the buckets that they're inevitably going to get when they're wide open Mm -hmm. and if josh okogi can shoot like he did in that stretch of last season Mm -hmm. towards the top of the year that Mm -hmm. would be phenomenal for him Mm -hmm. but it's not consistent listen it's only going to take about three or four times for those dudes to throw up to a wide open josh okogi with taking a wide open butt naked jumper for for him to miss it and be like all right I'm done with this like we can't do this like you're you're throwing away points and you're wide open like and when I say wide open Josh Kogi is going to be wide butt open. naked jumpers my favorite 90 butt naked jokers he did tell you in in summer league too that was something he he had obviously been working on his three point shot over the off season one of the biggest things and uh he felt like you know obviously last year was his best year shooting the ball which is a low bar to clear compared to the four that came before it. But he was saying like, if I could just shoot like that for those couple of months and get off to a better start to start the season than he did, um, then he's in good shape. And I agree. And it could be interesting because last year he was in a very strange role. He didn't play that much. Monty was admitted. He was trying to figure out where they could use his energy and his defense. And I think as the season went on, they got better at that. Hopefully Vogel will be able to take some of those lessons and, uh, hit the ground running with him a little bit more. Yeah. All right. We got another super chat from James. James, thank you so much for your super chat and your extra 10 bucks. Said two things. One, the tallest warrior was 6'9 last season. And two, Devin Booker teasing his new unis. Eyeball emoji. Mm-hmm. Eyeball emoji. 
You may or may not have seen a little sunburst in that, but anyways, we'll talk. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Yeah, yes. we'll definitely Saul's talk not here, more jerseys so talk tomorrow. Uh, so come back. Your favorite topic, Saul. <laughs> we saved it for Thursday intentionally. No, but so you, you guys are. All, to do but it. you guys are also talking. Well, I'm very thankful for that. You're welcome. But, uh, also, you guys are going to be talking about DA. And I do want to talk about that, but I, I'll I let love, that go. I love. I put that in the text. I I shot the photo. I'm like Booker teasing New Jersey. Just like. Yep. 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 <laughs> yep. That's about it. You know what doesn't deserve a just yep response? What's that? Burrito Express. My damn straight. My bowler coaster. <laughs> no, that definitely deserves just a yep response. Joe. I'm sorry. Uh, Burrito Express. They have phenomenal burritos. We love our friends over at Burrito Express. They've got multiple valley locations. Tempe, of course, is very centrally located. Um, so no matter where you are in the valley, you can find a Burrito Express around you. We love their food and their heart. They also, they're just so invested in this community. They're invested in ASU athletics and athletes as well. And we absolutely love them uh, for that. So if you guys are in the market for a great burrito, make sure you grab a burrito at Burrito Express. And also while you're at it, Give them a follow on Twitter at Burrito EXP. Shout out to Sean DePaz, who's pr uh, producing the show today. He tipped me off to uh, when you go to Burrito Exp Express, the cup holder in your car, also a burrito holder. It's like the perfect size. It literally does. Yeah, it does fit. You got to keep your burritos safe if you're transporting them and you're taking them to go. He's an you innovator. Expect, you were expecting an actual tip, weren't you? I was. I mean, I was. I mean, I like I my I thought he had some new shit that he was about to unveil, and he was just like, ah, take this and put it right here. Cool. Look, look I honestly, I prefer my burrito bowls, but I'll take go. it. Burrito bowl. And burrito a full bowl. circle on that one. Also, you guys know we love our friends over at Shady Ray's. Their gear is built to last. They have some of the best protection in all of eyewear. If you don't love your Shady Rays or if they get lost or broken, uh, you can take them back and they will help you out and hook you up with a new pair uh, within 30 days. Absolutely free. No risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. They also have their entire collection available at Kierlin Commons. So if you want to go in, you want to try them on, you want to. Check them out. Make sure that you think they look great on your face. Trust me, all of them will look great on your yep. face. You can do that up there as well. And exclusively for all of you guys, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Just go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The shade's rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Uh, according, according to our friend EJ... He says that if you're willing to risk your life in the morning, you can play golf at a reasonable hour, which is like 5 a.m. Uh, and uh, there's still enough cloud cover. But when you hit that second nine, the sun starts to come out. And that's when you should get your Shady Rays out because uh, the new uh, glasses that they've unveiled, uh, they have a new golf collection. So you should mm -hmm. check those out because they wrap around. So you get the, that peripheral vision instead of just stopping right here. Uh, I'm workshopping this, right, okay. uh, Lindsay? But I feel like you should wear your shady rays when you turn on your uh, Saturday neon. Probably. Right I mean, that's, that would go. probably help. Yeah. For there sure. we go. There's we got that. there. Right? Well, it took us a while, <laughs> we but we, we got there. there. We absolutely <laughs> did. Okay, guys. Uh, this is no secret. We've talked about it multiple times, including when Gerald talked to Matt Ishbia on day one. We are getting a G League team. 
Okay. Yes. Let's go. And it's just inching closer and closer. We got a tweet from Sham saying, like, it's coming soon. Ishbia had a statement on it. Here's what he had to say earlier this week. That, that won't be something you'll be talking about in a week or two. How about that? I can promise you that. <laughs> so it, that's all I'll say is that, you know, we believe in developing young players. We don't have a G League team. We don't plan on that happening long term. And in the very near future, hopefully, we'll be able to officially announce a different strategy on that. So in about a week or two, we should officially have more information and uh, plans put in place for our G League team. I thought we all submitted proposals for what they should be. Well, that's the we thing. Did. We took the heavy mm. lifting mm. off of Matt Ishbia's plate got and you, created Matt. four really wonderful names, logos, locations, all the things for this G League team. I'm kind of excited about this. And I guess Gerald. What we're going to do is we're going to pitch them to you guys right here, right now. And then at the end, we'll put a poll in the, in the comments, in the chat, so you guys can vote on which one you think it should win. I love it. I Gerald, love it. Gerald's is the Chicago Bulls. Who Bulls. wants to start? <laughs> I'll start. Why okay. not? Espo, you start. All right. I went traditional with, okay. uh, with mine. The Phoenix Firebirds. They okay. were one. Okay. You know, a, a, damn. So <laughs> shut up. Oh no. Look, this is this is history. There's history here. It is a badass logo. I am wearing the baseball team's hat here in Suns colors today. Mm. Uh, I just think it's a cool, cool brand. Will resonate with people that have been in the valley a while, and I think they should play at the GCU S Arena. Especially all okay. those baseball fans that love some hoops. Whatever. It's a, <laughs> it's an iconic Arizona thing now, yes. Yeah. Uh, GCU Arena, though, I think is perfect. It's yeah. 6,000 6, uh, people, a person arena that you can sit in there. Uh, it'll feel more intimate. I think if they could work a, a, a thing out with GCU, it'd be a great spot for it. Okay. I like the alliteration of the Phoenix Firebirds as well. Yeah. Okay. I have a second one, though. Oh, you have a second oh, you, one. You made two. So you cheated. I did. I made two. Okay. So you cheated. Would, would yeah. you like the yeah. second would, would one? It, yeah, I mean, Jesus. Let, let's okay. show the second one. It's the Kingman Baxter Holmes. Oh. Let's go with it. <laughs> why Kingman? you? Why you gotta do Baxter dirty like I that? Yeah. You said him in Kingman, dude. In Kingman, because of all he's places. a king of a man for what he did for this franchise. Oh, man, you might oh. as well send him to Miami or Globe. <laughs> but bro, Miami and Globe is better oh, than Kingman. You know what'd be badass if they had the team in Miami and they called them Miami Heat. <laughs> I like that. That's better than the Kingman Baxter Holmes. I think that's a lawsuit waiting. Copyright I'm not sure. That'd be hilarious. Not the Kingman sure. Dry Heat. There you yeah. go. Tumani right. Kamara has been uh, traded to the <laughs> Miami Heat. Actually, no. Actually, not that heat. Gerald? Yeah, I'll go next. Uh, mine is the Paradise Valley Vipers. With, okay. Look at sh the graphic that Sean Ooh. put together for the logo. It's, it's got the P, P there, yeah. and then there's a snake for the V. Like, okay. Um, as far as the arena is concerned, I don't know. Like, he's a billionaire. He can build a new place in PV. The Just rich people, build a new one. The rich people will oh. love having a new stadium. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> also, uh, a shout out to Paradise Valley High School because I believe that's a, a mockery of their logo as well. <laughs> mockery. Wow. Really? Did you just yeah. throw shade at Sean? No, no. I, he didn't even know he did it. No, this is literally, I oh, mean, really? if it is, that's sad for them because this is just like a random font that's on Adobe that well, I stole yeah. a But from. it's a dope logo, Sean. Thank Give you. yourself I, more yeah. credit. No, I, I like it. Plus, not, I wasn't throwing shade. Plus, it's nice because you can just shorten it to PV Vipers, and that still works too. It rolls off the tongue nicely. I'm okay. here for it. 
That I'm not, is not, I'm not mad the, at it. That is not the Paradise Valley I mean, High School logo. They are that? The, they are the Trojans. Thank you, you know very where you much. could put. Oh, that's right. That's is, right. Did anything go? You know that old mall in Paradise Valley? Didn't they tear yeah, that down? You mean Paradise yeah. Valley Mall? Yeah. <laughs> did they put anything there? Isn't no, I don't believe. There you so. go, Gerald. That's the side of your arena, right there. Perfect. Isn't there some rich guy that just has one of these gyms and is a his billion dollar home up there that can fit like five hundred people? Yeah, like his name's Devin Booker. Yeah, <laughs> D Book. He's just gonna host the the G League. Games. All right, Saul, so you're up. Oh, I'm up. Yeah. You don't want to go there? No, nope, we're gonna go in order. Oh, well, that wasn't in order. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I have. That's my death chart. But no, that's cool. I got the Arcosani aliens. Oh. Okay. okay, we're moving this shit. Okay, we're, we're not okay, we're so. not in the city, mm-hmm. but we're not in Prescott. Okay. All right, so we're we're taking this to Arcosani, and we're gonna have the first indoor outdoor arena. Look at that little venue right there. Look How many people beautiful. are gonna die? I don't. <laughs> well, we, we play in the fog, you jackass. Have you have you been here sometime in April? It ain't exactly uh, real nice. Yeah. We don't have to worry about that. Okay, we'll figure out the logistics of the weather. We got later. the Arcosani aliens. Look at that graphic. First of all, that's the best graphic that sean has made so far i love this thing it's beautiful um and you know listen uh, there the truth is out there somewhere and hopefully we find it in our team <laughs> listen, Where's I, want, I want to poo poo on this but i cannot <laughs> this is this is good work so. where's argosanti uh, it's like, right off Cordes Junction okay. on the exit to go to Prescott. It's right there on the corner. Okay. Is that Arco right where Santi, you grew up? Mm-hmm. It does have a lot of really cool architecture out there. If yeah. you've never been or you looked into it, like just, it's pretty wild. It is. It's cool. Now and they I'm make bells too. It's kind of neat. Totally in. Honestly, Saul, I like this one. Um, maybe I should have gone first and then let you go last. <laughs> oh, but here's what I've Follow got. Follow that up, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh my <laughs> juniors. <laughs> Sorry. Where to be? <laughs> Did Lindsay just look at the Carl Jr. and be like, I want that? <laughs> the freaking logo. Oh, oh my God. He totally should have went before me. <laughs> or is this the best way to round it out? Oh everybody God. is having a great time right now. Oh, my God. Getting Sons Juniors. Who doesn't want a junior running around? No, no, no. Like, you're going to tell me you wouldn't want a little Saul Jr. Jason, I'm locking out for the day. <laughs> Hold on. Did really just say who wouldn't want a junior? The logo is the big sunburst holding hands with a little sunburst showing them the way. And they're going to play. They're going to be sponsored. Main sponsor is going to be LA Fitness. They're going to play at an LA Fitness, but one that is specifically built to be like real intimate so people can come through. That's where you messed up, though. I don't know. They should have played at a YMCA or a Boys and Girls Club. Okay, fine. We could do the Y. The Y will be the, the spot. Oh, I'm just saying man. it's going to be a great time. Fun will be had by all. Except the people who play for this. Oh my God. You're like, you who do I play for? Yeah. What? You've done play for that dirty. Our logo is what? <laughs> I play in an LA Just Vegas. think about the suns on the uniform too. Two sunbursts on the chest. What I want to get at is that earlier at the table, Lindsay was saying, but this will resonate with their, their fan base that they're going, they're targeting. Yes, what do you mean? No, it's <laughs> I love the the crayon font too. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's, there's, there's a lot of like cartoon oh child character I, here. 
I appreciate the thought that went into this very simple design. I love it. Uh, Priscilla, you get it. Said hi, keep it cute though. See, Priscilla gets it. Thank you, Priscilla. Let me see. Only the second worst G League branding I've ever seen. Do you remember when the NAZ Suds became the Rodeo Clowns? Yeah. That was was something. Awful. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Okay, can you put a poll, Sean, in the chat it's not uh, for all of us and see who everyone wants to, oh, uh, which proposal you guys would pick up off the table so that we can get a good idea here. Listen, I just think, like, Roy, Roy, you get it too. The little arms coming out of the sun sends me. They just, it little, they're like little Mickey Mouse type arms. Yep. I love it. I absolutely love it. I think the arm should be the alternate logo, the two arms. <laughs> there you go, Espo. I want a third jersey just with that. Oh, God. Um, Triple B said no love for the madhouse on McDowell. So I think the reason why we all steered clear of that is because, like, in real life, there's no way they would be able to play at the Madhouse yeah. without pumping a boatload of money into it. And honestly, if that is what Matt Ishbia is going for and he wants to create a new arena or something like that, that's a lot to do for a G League squad, in my opinion. Mm. But there's, when the Suns were practicing there during COVID, because the arena was being um, renovated at the time prior to the bubble, like it was a mess. And they had to just get enough money in there just to make it decent enough to practice and let alone put bodies in that building yeah i mean they were gonna have to put millions in just so the mercury could have played there that summer before the bubble stuff happened and they never wound up investing we toured it when the coyotes were looking for a new home and as much as i love veterans memorial coliseum i obviously have a soft spot for history that ain't it. Yeah. It's falling apart. No, it's 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 yeah. pretty rough. Um, there were so many things that the Coyotes would have had to do to renovate that spot anyway. Same thing with the Suns for the Mercury. Like it's just, it's kind of a it's kind of a, a dying animal right now, unfortunately, and uh, it's sad. Mm-hmm. But it, it would take somebody to invest a lot of money into that building, and I do think that it is still possible. I like the uniqueness of that venue, yeah. and I like how the sound resonates off of the top of the roof. It's if dope. You, yeah, it's got you, such a cool vintage yeah, vibe in yeah. there, too. If you've never been in there for a game, and I would highly encourage you to go there for, like, high school basketball games, especially for the state playoffs, I mean, it's 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 pretty awesome. It's still awesome. It's just for professional athletes, that ain't it. Yeah. yeah. It's they just, did. They had a sun scrimmage there a few years back, yeah. and it was a really cool event, but you could definitely tell, like, this place was being pushed pushed to its max yeah. in every way. Possible. Oh yeah, I mean, there was no real internet. I was there when we did that. There was no real internet. Uh, air yeah. conditioning was a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was all just all sorts of limitations with it, and it was a great experience because they brought back a lot of the old guys. Connie Hawkins was there. Yeah. Walter Davis. Uh, uh, I think Paul Westfall might have even been there. Uh, Jeff Hornacek was coach, so you had all these ties. But, yeah, it was a venue that was just not up to par at all. All right. Before we read off the results of the poll, I want to remind you guys about our friends over at Four Peaks. Honestly, if you forgot about Four Peaks, like, shame on you. How could you forget about (laughs) Four Peaks? The best beer in town, the best chicken tenders in town, and the best pub in town. Make sure you check them out at Four Peaks Brew and at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. You do have to be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks, and we ask that you drink responsibly, but make sure you pick up some Four Peaks before the weekend. Listen, I've told you guys once, and I will continue to tell you until we are below 100 degrees. We are not outside this summer. We are inside. 
okay? We are being responsible <laughs> and we're staying hydrated. And if we're going to enjoy Four Peaks beer, we're going to enjoy it indoors, okay? Health and safety first, mm -hmm. okay? Just remember that. Also, our friends over at BetMGM also always have a lot of really great stuff going on on the app. Different games and promotions that you can tap into. If you haven't checked it out yet, make sure you do. If you haven't logged in in a minute, make sure you log in to see what cool stuff they're up to. And if you have not signed up, make sure you sign up with that promo code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, you can place your first bet offer and receive up to 1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use that bonus code PHNX. You can check out the show notes for full details. And now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-522-4700, Nevada. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Kansas, Nevada, New York, or Ontario. Okay, should we call it now or should we give it a few more minutes? You it's only, only want been to give it a few minutes. minutes because you are catching up. That's all. <laughs> this is fair, but I'm asking the group. Your I mean, we, we, we know how these What's usually. What's the time limit I, you would like we, to put on? We know on how these usually. I just go. ended it because you, at the beginning there was a clear runaway, and then I think a bunch of people who probably didn't see what had happened no. started voting blindly no. for Lindsay, so then the, the gap that, started closing. You That's guys typically are what happens anyway. Insane. <laughs> I will say, Espo got absolutely embarrassed. Um, and that per usual. Well, Espo and Gerald got embarrassed, but one person came in the chat and said they just joined and just voted Espo off rip. See, you guys that. act like so, it's me, but people. it's Espo. We, but my point is, is that Espo still sucked and he was getting three votes. <laughs> hey, you want to you wanna know something? <laughs> what? I actually have uh, spoken to somebody in the organization and that name that I put up there has actually been pitched. So you all can suck it. All right. Well, so we're after this and the poll someone results, in the organization. hopefully someone in the organization is watching and can tell them that that one needs <laughs> if, to be tough. If they out. name it the Junior Sons. Oh my God. I will actually love that. And Listen, okay, here are the final results. <laughs> Gerald got 17% of the vote. Espo got 20. I got 29. And Saul got 32. Okay. So you can laugh all you want at Junior, but the people love it to an extent. <laughs> to okay? an extent. I think they love you. Yeah. I don't think they <laughs> love no, it. They love you funny. and they think it's if, cute. If, if you put that actually... on Twitter and said, which one of these, and you didn't put any name by it. Well, fine. Then let's I do it. I guarantee you they wouldn't do let's it. Let's put it on Twitter. <laughs> I think. Eric, you shush. I think we love it because it's cute, and I think if it was actually our G League team, we would be like, "What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. What yeah. the fuck did we do yeah. to these guys?" Yeah. You guys are literally. Can you no imagine fun. them running around in those Mickey Mouse ass jerseys? <laughs> <laughs> they Bro, literally be the laughing stock of the league. Boy, the Valley Boys Mickey no, Mouse thing. That thing popped off. People the, loved that. Yeah, they just put it on the G League. Just team, imagine though. how they you probably would, should. Just imagine how you would feel as a player when you're getting housed by 30 points and you're wearing this Mickey Mouse jersey. <laughs> Man, fuck that. I don't want to wear this shit. Take it off. Alternatively, Fine, imagine be if you just got put on a poster by someone that's playing for the Phoenix Suns <laughs> I Look, I didn't obviously didn't understand haters, the assignment. I didn't know we were hater, going for hater, the hater. most ridiculous thing people were going to vote for. <laughs> name here. Haters. I thought we were playing the actual game.
Mayor. But all you did was repurpose a baseball logo. Yeah, and that's how this (laughs) shit works. That's usually how this shit works. Okay, yeah, being realistic, like. Hey. If that's really realistic, I'm disappointed. Fine, what, if you firebirds. Yes, yeah, I'm sorry, but yeah. like, they've firebirds, done that. Roadrunners. Move I mean, on. Let's just I bring mean, them all back. The Wranglers. Firebird is redundant H. in and of itself. That's what a fucking phoenix is. <laughs> no, if you call it the phoenix, phoenix. Yes, that's redundant. Yeah, true. Yeah. And you know what? Hello Dude, had the best. It's, it's the exact Hello same the thing as chai tea. It's like chai just means tea. It's the yeah, same it's thing. Tea, tea. I wasn't even trying to dunk on Espo. I was just dunking on the concept of naming something the Phoenix Firebird. It's a little redundant. Look, Hello had had the only name that should have been pitched here. What's that? It was the Arizona Risposito, and I like it. See, that's name. wrong. <laughs> Devin actually. Could you imagine the logo? I just. <laughs> Devin did send a super chat though and said only team I'm rooting for is the Guadalupe Girths. Well, there we go. Yes. <laughs> Can you Jerry. imagine yes. how GGs. bad traffic would be? The G League. Oh my god, I know, right? The GGs. Some thick traffic there. If you're going to the Guadalupe Girths. Low key. I love the GGs though. Like there is something there for sure. Gerald gets it. Probably not the girths, but anything else. (laughs) I mean, we were the A's. You want the double G's? All right. (laughs) There is something there. All right. To round out today's show, I have in honor of Emma not being here because she's sick now. I have a producer surprise for you. Oh, okay. It's an Emma-esque style All producer right. surprise. <laughs> I can't take credit for this one. This one went around Twitter the last couple of days. And the question basically asked, if you got dropped into 2030, 2035, whichever one, for 10 minutes, and you had one Google search, what would you search for? Myself. Uh, yeah. Wouldn't you I would probably. Know? I would probably type really? up. I would probably type up. I'm literally there at the I computer. W- I would probably. T- <laughs> I yeah, would, but you don't know would, what happened to I you would, in those six I years. I would probably type up Saul Bookman's net worth. Y'all aren't looking up lottery numbers? What are we doing? That's, ex- that's the only correct answer lottery is numbers lottery numbers. Yeah. Because you come back that is and the you fucking. Every- correct number. Did you not see what happened in Back to the Future when they we steal the We don't care about your movies, It fucks the future. My, we my don't care search, about your movies. My search is twofold because it serves two purposes. It's list of NBA champions because I can find out, A, if the Suns have done go. it in the Devin Booker there era, and B, who the hell I'm betting on when exactly. I come back to my time. Mm. Exactly. And then you ruin it, and freaking Biff Tannen is running everything. I don't even know who that is. Here's a, Gerald, <laughs> a here's character a based off a former president. Mm. If you went in the future and you saw that for the next 15 years the Suns never won a championship, Ooh. would you tell? Would you come back here and still your, do your job? Would you still be able to do your oh. job if you didn't think there was any chance well, the yeah, Suns ever Well, yeah, because I keep telling people I – love this job because of the ride itself not the destination like i love but, talking to these guys but you guys know, yeah, but you know what the destination is though right so, so that's, that's what i'm saying i like the ride for the ride not the destination oh, like so, so, i love watching the suns play not because they may or may not win a championship it's because like i love watching basketball and i get to cover a fucking but i feel like part of the ride is the unknown of what could happen yeah no i mean it would put a damper on it for sure but i would still i would still love doing my job like i covered the suns during the absolute shit period yeah 10 years without a title like they were winning 17 games they got blown out by like 48 on opening night I can handle it as long as they're fun and competitive. Yeah, it'd be hard to Google lottery numbers because then you have to go to a specific date. I would just go to the. I would if you drop me thirty years from now, I would just look up the lottery numbers for the twentieth. I'd look them up for tomorrow or twenty twenty four. I only got to win one time. 
I don't need to oh, remember yeah. multiple. I just got to remember one lottery number. <laughs> yeah, like but what if you, if that one you looked up was was like two million? That's two more Bro, million I'll than I got. I, Why not go for a bill like this week? You only have one Google search, so you just got, and it'll what? tell you what, like, and multiple multiple of them will likely pop up. It's Google. Can I You're print anything out? <laughs> you just We're use your brain. Well, I, I asked because if I could, <clears throat> I'd go and find the highest grossing film in like 2028. I'd print out the script. I'd go to Hollywood and I'd start a career. No, I hate no, those. I hate those because everybody, everyone's like, I would go much. back in time so and invent effort. the iPhone. You, you don't have the facilities for that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't know. The no, mine's not that complicated. I literally print out the script. I take it to Hollywood. They hand me a check because I got a fantastic As soon as you were like, Hey, I've got a script for you. They'd be like, "Who the fuck are you? And why are you here at this door?" Oh, yeah, you show up to my McDonald's and be like, "Can I get the producer man, please?" Red Look at the script. Like, yeah. "Cocaine Bear 2. What is this?" <laughs> Damn it! I downloaded the wrong one. Oh my god! Son of a bitch! Oh my god! And, and Gerald, you're full. Come on! If you found out that they weren't gonna win in the next 15 years, mm -hmm. and part of your job was to sit here and talk about it five days a week. I'm sorry. You're probably going, I don't know that I could carry no, that way. Then anymore. I feel like I'd be closer to clairvoyance because I could be like, I don't know if this is our year, guys. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't feel I don't think I could do it knowing for 15 years that we wouldn't, 10, 15 years that we don't win a championship. Like, that's half the fun is like the excitement of the what could be. And also, I don't think I could keep that inside. I would have to ruin it for everyone else, too, because if I have to be miserable, you're going to be miserable with me. Oh yeah. And I, then we would all be sad. So together. do you know something we don't know? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But are you? Though? No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Come on. Come on. Know? I love that we have chosen all such selfish, selfish things. We yeah, look I'm not up. doing this shit like, for you. Yeah. Like, we can find a way to, like, hey, you know, oh, is there a cure for cancer? And if there is, I could go back and save all these people. How the earlier. hell would you like, Google that? Cure for cancer? Question yeah, mark. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't have the but, but like, for yeah, that. but like, okay, cool. I found it. You don't now have the what? Quit trying to be holier than now, And also, quit it. You I'm not, not how this game works. Hold on. I said the most vain thing of anything that I Google search myself. Yeah, but now you're trying to turn it back around so people remember <laughs> what you said last. You, you, you got to be selfish because if you do anything that like like winning the lottery. That is gonna only have so such far-reaching effects. But like, mm. if you go and cure cancer, then like, you don't know who who gets saved and who and stuff like that. And then maybe thirty but years from now, yeah, you want to talk about society. changing the past and the future and all that stuff? Like, you'd screw that up major. Wow! <laughs> you would though. She, just, she looks me dead in the eyes. She goes, "Espo, you'd fuck it up." No, you not bumbling time traveler. I mean, but, but really though, but really though, I think I think that's what you meant though. Like, no. I mean, but you want to be honest? He probably would fuck it up. Espo, you did she she had, she had Google the, search yourself. He had the key to the codes, and then he forgot the numbers. Like, what the fuck, yo? Oh my god! Yes. Oh my god. No, I mean, like, you're talking about changing the past, right? If you go back and you win the lottery, you change the past, you screw up everything. Mm -hmm. If you go back and you bring the cure for cancer before it's supposed to be there, 
then that's a lot of change that you've made that will inevitably make the world implode. Yes, but you save based lives. on the movies. Are you save yeah, lives. you'll save lives for, at the expense of the entire I'm world. All, I'm all, okay, Thanos. The whole, welcome to the hold dark on. side. The whole, the whole world ending soon, anyways. I might as well do some good. Espo, you Marvel took the scenic route, but we're happy time. you're finally here. As, as Eric said in the chat, Espo, just like Ryan McDonough, would fuck up the timeline. So. Damn. Sorry, bud. My own creation just came back to bite me in the ass. <laughs> I, I name rough. an era and then I get shanked with it. That's rough, man. Why is everybody so being cool. such a Lindsay today? Oh, oh it's a Chelsea. Thank you very much. I met a Chelsea. So. Nobody's being kind to me. They're all being Chelsea's. <laughs> <laughs> this chat is wild right now. Listen, hello. Remember what I told you like two weeks ago? You better watch it or we'll make you a goodbye. <laughs> Don't forget that. Oh Don't forget God. that. No. You know what's so funny too is hello. Remember when we were reminiscing on like the first like handful of shows that uh -huh. we did at P as PHNX? Hello was like, y'all used to let me say some really out of pocket yeah, things. Yeah, we did. Then, yeah, we did. I think you're getting We're too back. comfortable. Hello. <laughs> <We're back. laughs> We've got full circle. I for one applaud hello, thank you. <laughs> of course you do, as well. You need somebody on your side. It's okay. Yeah. We appreciate it. Oh, 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 no. All right. Thank you guys joining us we appreciate you glad we could have some fun shenanigans to round out this wednesday afternoon we'll be back tomorrow at 3 p.m we'll talk about da we'll talk about new sun's jerseys and a whole bunch more uh so plan to come hang out with us then until then be sure to follow the show on twitter at phnx underscore sons you can also follow me at lindsey smith az you can follow saul at saul underscore bookman you can follow gerald at gerald borgay and of course, you can follow Aspo at Aspo. I feel like Aspo we all got shanked today. We did. I went to the future and found out what I was going to say here, but I fucking forgot it. Ahoy, hoy. Phoenix Metro. Megas in control, and he ain't never going to let go. PHNX, though. Lindsey Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball. We here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me. I'll always wreck the family. Rally in the valley like Dan G. No plan B. Always on the job. My team move like the mob. Turn the beat on. I throw it down like DA on the Best combo since. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive, sought after, rare, and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.